Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network, wherever you are. This is The Breakfast Show, positively different radio in the morning and you are with Lyle and Lyle this morning because... Lawson, the double N, the the the, the double L team other member is um, experiencing car difficulties, so we need to be praying for Lawson this morning. In fact, we need to be praying for Lawson's car this morning. He just got a new car, but I think he may have left the lights on and the battery might be flat. So not sure what Lawson's going to be thankful for when he comes in this morning. But seeing as I was here by myself, ask producer Shell to come in and tell us what she is thankful for. Producer Shell, what are you thankful for this morning? Hi, everyone. I am thankful that um, my dad is coming in. and uh, From the United States. From the United States. And he's sitting at the airport in Wisconsin as we speak, just getting ready to board his first plane. One of many, three long flights before he gets here, but um, I'll be picking him up tomorrow. So Marta, who will be filling in for me. Marta! We haven't had Marta on the show for like ever. Yeah, so it'll be nice to have her back in um, on the the team for tomorrow as well. Producer Marta will be here. I don't even remember when Producer Marta was last here. It but that'll be amazing. She's moved on to bigger and better things. But uh, now your dad's getting a little older these days. How old's your dad now? He's in his seventies. Yeah, 70s. it's going to be a long fight for somebody in their seventies. But uh, super excited to have him here in this country as Lawson comes running up the pathway, <laughs> charging into the office. You're good. I'll go back to my desk and leave this to him. Leave it to the. <laughs> here he comes. He's all out of breath, charging through the door, taking his seat. Oh, commander roll. And commando roll straight into the chair, and he's in front of the microphone. Lawson, what are you thankful for this morning? Uh, I'm thankful for the kindness of strangers and the mercy of God. Amen. (laughs) How did you experience the kindness of strangers and mercy of God this morning? Well, when I woke up this morning and I got dressed and I got, you know, ready, I was ready to go for radio. I was like, yep, this is great. Um, I was like, oh, just go turn on my car to warm it up and I'll go up and get my food and everything. And I went to do that and my car was flat as a tack. Did you have reds? Um, what? Reds. Reds, what does that mean? Like on the dash, little red lights. Oh, yeah, like just. Just. No, they were like, and then they faded out. Like, <laughs> this is flat, flat, So flat. it was flat, just When done. you have no reds, you are flat as a tack. Yeah, so I tried to jump start it backwards down the driveway, and I just ran out of room, like I just wouldn't do it. And luckily, um, we'll get back to it after this. I'll tell you exactly what happened. This is Keith Lancaster with Go Tell John. Because of me As he sat there in that prison cell He knew just how it came about And he knew his life was over And he was never coming out But there was just one thing he had to know He had to make a final plea So he sent his friends to ask the Lord If he was who he claimed to be Go tell John the lame have learned to walk, that the poor can hear the word of God, and the deaf can hear me talk, go tell John, the blind can finally see, oh and blessed is the man who doesn't fall away, because of me. 
the kingdom was at hand And that the Christ would soon come after him To complete the Father's plan And there was nothing else he wanted more Than to see this kingdom grow It was the only thing that mattered It was all he had to know So go tell John Go tell John That the lame have learned to walk Deaf can hear me talk That the poor can hear the word of God And the deaf can hear me talk Go tell John Go tell John John. That the blind can finally see Oh, and blessed is the man who doesn't fall away well, he gave his life to testify that Jesus was the Son. Jesus was the he son. only wanted now to know that it was a good thing he had done. Soon he would be murdered by a wicked, evil man. And I'm sure the words of Jesus helped him understand. Go tell John. Welcome back, everybody. That was Keith Lancaster with Go Tell John here on Faith FM. We have Lawson in the studio. Praise God. We need <laughs> yeah. to hear the rest of that story before we, we hear the rest of that story and the weather for today. Let's hear the uh, clue for the quiz so we can get started on that one. Let's see if somebody today can get it on the very first clue. Let's see if I can get it on the first clue. What have you got for us okay. there, Lawson? What am I? This is the thing. Ecclesiastes says a feast is made for laughter and wine makes life merry. But this is the answer for everything. No idea. No idea? Uh, no, incorrect. Yep, took incorrect. a stab. So, give us a call, 1-800-324-843, and you'll get a prize completely for free, if you know the answer to this, if you know what, what Solomon says. you get double prizes if you call right now. Yeah, you'll get, double, you'll get two. 
That's right. Because, mate, you're going to, you know, it's kind of like this whole dynamic of like, you know, you know the show, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Nope. And like you verse, you verse the fifth graders. Not to see if you're smarter than well, you're a fifth grader, Lyle, in, okay. in this circumstance, uh-huh. and everyone else is the contestants, and they're just trying to beat you. There you go. <laughs> All right, what do you got for us, Lawson? Um, finish, finish your story. Oh, yeah, okay. So your battery, you wake up and your battery is flat as a tack to the point that your reds fade away into nothing. Yeah. Um, I do have to ask, why was your battery flat? I left my keys in the ignition. Uh, yeah. So not, not 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 a not a not my not one of my best moves. Um, but yeah, I woke up. You know, so turned. Visited the- your house last night. Might have got a free car. Yeah, <laughs> like legitimately. <laughs> um, but I tried to, because I live on, like, I have a driveway that, like, is pretty sloped. Yes. And so, I it's tried... deep onto a busy road. So, I, but I've, like, jumped cars backwards before on that driveway, like, plenty it, of times. It's, it's not easy. But that's the... But with this, it was so flat that yeah. it just wouldn't turn over. And the, the, the reverse speed in my car is quite quick. Like, it's a quick reverse. Like, you, like it, it has a lot of legs to it. So, it's like, you know, it's... It just wasn't fast enough to get yep. up to jump. So, I've, like, gone backwards all the way to the bottom of the driveway and, like, then turned. Luckily, not onto the road. Because I live on the Esplanade, which is, like, incredibly a busy, busy at this time of the morning. And fast. And, and f- on a blind corner. And fast. And on a blind corner. So, I'm sitting there and I call... My dad called me just randomly to say see how I was going. I'm like, oh, dad. And I'm, like, looking in the shed for leads. And I called my mom and I called my sister. They're the people who live the closest to me. And neither of them picked up. Thanks, guys. Love you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then I saw um, my next door neighbors who live two doors up, um, Troy and Craig. They were like, Big shout out to Troy and Craig yeah, here this morning. Huge heroes. Shout out to Troy. We and are Craig. on air because of you. <laughs> yeah. So they're like pulling out, and I'm just, I see them like, you know, pulling out, and I run down and I like wave them down. I'm like, hey, hey, I need help. I'm supposed to speak on radio, like, I need to get my car jumped. And they're like, oh, okay, oh, maybe we have leads. Don't think so, um, but we'll have a look. And so, I'm like, I've been praying in my heart. I'm like, God, please just get me to radio by any means necessary. And um, I think it was, yeah, Troy came with me down to the car looking at the car, and Craig was up in the house looking for the leads. And he found some. And he's like, Praise Lord. He was like, I swear I gave these away. Like, I swear I gave these away. Like, I've been giving lots of stuff away lately. It's just my thing. And I swear I gave these away. And I was like, well, you've got them now. So, yeah, he, he come over, um, jumped my car. By that time, it was like 6.54. And I'm about I'm about a 15 minute drive away. So it was 6:54 when my car started going. There was about two minutes of me like just rummaging around and making sure everything was there, ready to go. Said thanks, Troy and Craig, and left off. It was 6:56, and I got here. So I usually it takes me 15 minutes to get here, and I you know pulled out of the driveway. And I'm like Lord, just because I ta- I called Shell on the on the way here before you guys went live, and I was like oh Shell like. You know, I'm, I'm on my way, but I'm going to be late. And she's like, oh, well, don't speed. And I was like, okay, I won't speed. And so I didn't actually speed. Like, I didn't speed. I was like, I'm just going to stick to the speed limit. But I got, like, every green light. Like, Praise God. I just caught every green light, and I got here, and it's, like, se- uh, 7.04. 
which is like a miracle. The, the quickest I've ever been here. So yeah, it was just a morning of miracles. I've just been sorted out. What other miracles happening good. in the world? What other miracles? Okay, this is the coolest thing ever. So you know, you know how like the Soviet Union back in the day, how they used to like have an animal training compound facility thingy. Yeah, where they would yeah, so they would train animals to like go and do stuff they had like a marine training and, and also you know they trained monkeys and dogs and to be spies basically to That's be right. soviet spies dolphins and whales exactly and, yeah so people thought this was was limited and exclusive to the uh to the cold war you know period to the to the russian soviet period but it, back in april um it was discovered there was a a, a whale found a beluga whale um Named Vladimir, well, that's his kind of colloquial name. Um, they found him <laughs> like swimming around in up in the Arctic, and when they like when the these fishermen found him, and he had a GoPro attached to him that said "Equipment of Saint Petersburg," and they were like, "What?" And so basically, he's now dubbed Vladimir the defected spy whale <laughs> because now, like, because they took the GoPro off him. And they like people have seen him around since, and he just doesn't have it, and they, he's just he's just defected from the Soviet Union, and just swims around, as whales do. As whales do, yeah. But the coolest thing is that in the last week, um, a video of Vladimir the spy, the defected Russian spy whale, has gone viral online. Of basically, um, this was a group of uh, South African. Um, a group of South African uh, researchers up in the Arctic. And these guys are like, you know, obviously because the Rugby World Cups just happened, these guys are huge rugby fans and they got a rugby ball up there and they're like on this boat, you know, um, I think they were heading somewhere. So they had all their equipment and um, they see, you know, Vladimir, the Russian spy whale, the beluga, he's just like swimming around with them. So they're like, hmm, I wonder, I wonder what's going to happen here. So what they do is they <laughs> are like, I wonder if he plays fetch. And so they throw oh, the ball. Oh, this one, this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah, yeah. throw the ball, like, into the water and they start playing a game where, like, they throw the ball. Um, Vladimir goes and he gets the ball and brings it back I've to I've seen him. this video. I didn't realize he was a spy whale. Yeah. So this is the big thing that's blown up as everyone was like, wow, this is a sick video. But then, and then, but then people who were in the know realized that this is Vladimir the Russian spy whale. And so, yeah, this video is just everywhere and it's just the coolest thing ever. They're just like throwing this ball, like, you know, probably, you know, 30 meters off the boat and Vladimir goes, gets the ball and brings it back to them and then just like starts going, you know, swimming beside them and laughing and stuff. And they're in like, like the Arctic, like freezing, cold, snowy mountains and ice and everything. And it's just. The coolest. It is. It is absolutely. And I think it like is, I, I've seen that video. It is amazing video to watch. It's it amazing. And it reminds me, like, because we've we've known for a while that these classes of animals, you know, you kind of uh, some of the whales and dolphins or whatnot are incredibly smart, extremely intelligent. Yeah, and they they use like a, a large amount of their brain and have a very high IQ. Um, you know, for an animal. And um, it just reminds me of you know the passage in Isaiah uh, right at the end of the right at the end of the book where it, it, t- it gives us a picture of heaven and it's like you know the lion will lay with the the lamb and the bear will be with the I think it's the dog I don't know all the people all the different animals will be hanging out and communicating and will have the ability to 
just be with them and live in peace and harmony. I feel like, you know, Vladimir the Russian spy whale, even though he's probably been through a gnarly life of vigorous training and, you know, covert operations and spy missions, it just gives us a look into, like, the intelligence that God has, you know, not only given us as humans, but, you know, the way that he's created in a, in a powerful way. I feel like there's a lot of nature which we can look around and see, you know, the marring of sin. Mm-hmm. That, oh, man, like, these things have been corrupted and, and you know, they've it's turned them into, you know, killer animals and stuff. But when you look at something like Vladimir the Russian spy whale, I feel like that's when you really get a glimpse into something that, that God has created to be beautiful and awesome and to be our friend and to spend time with us. And, um, and it's, yeah, it's fulfilling and living out that purpose. It hasn't, I guess, you know, all things have been touched by sin, but this particular thing is relatively held its characteristics. And, and it's, it's like, yeah, that's, Awesome. Praise praise the Lord. Wow, there you go. Amazing stuff happening in our world right now, and it's just the best thing ever when you see, you know, being able to interact with nature like that. One mm. day we'll be able to interact with nature far more than what we do today, uh, particularly as, uh, you know, our world comes to an end and the new world is ushered in. Mm. Something definitely to look forward to praise when... Uh, the Lord. Yeah. Now I'm wondering. I, I don't even see a screen here at the moment, so I've yeah, no we're, idea what's we're going falling on. Apart. This, this here comes the song. Why me? Why me, Lord? What have I ever done to deserve even one of the pleasures I've known? Tell me, Lord, what did I ever? That was worth loving you or the kindness you showed. I've been through myself 
This is a reminder, you're listening to the delayed broadcast here on Faith FM. If you would like to listen to the live show live and participate in the quiz and the prizes and all the other fun things that happen on Faith FM Breakfast Show, then simply download the Faith FM app available on Apple or Android platforms. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Faith FM. We are about to have another clue for our quiz, so get ready to give us a call. 1-800-324-843 is the number, or 1-800-FAITH-FM, um, or you can text us on 491 See if you can get the answer to this clue. Okay, what am I? Paul says in the last days people will be lovers of this. There you go. That one makes it uh, a lot, lot easier. <laughs> yeah, and Lyle, uh, you are correct. So, therefore... Single prize is available right there. Give us a call right now. 1-800-324-843. What is happening around the world in our currently current views of things that are happening around okay, the world? Okay, so yesterday morning, the full bench of the uh, High Court, or the, 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 the High Court has decided the full bench of uh, the High Court We'll uh, hear the George Pell case oh, there you go. under a referral. Now, a referral is um, highly unusual for the High Court to do, and basically, it's not saying that they're going to that they believe that the case is uh, worth hearing. Let me just see here. Um, sorry, they haven't decided that the case is worth deciding. They have decided that the case is worth hearing. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, try just. Uh, I'm not quite sure what the difference is there and why that is the case. I guess they will hear the case and then they will decide whether they're going to decide on the case or not. Okay. Normally they're just like, yeah, we're going to decide on this case, so let's hear it. That's yeah, the, it's I don't just know. the it's same thing with extra steps. I it's, think it's extra steps, and and this is what I see right here. And you know, this is where I really feel that. Um, and, and I guess I'm not George Pell. I'm not in his shoes. And if I was in his shoes, maybe I would um, take a different view than what I'm taking right now. But for the sake of the of the victims, I mean, the guy got off incredibly lightly. He just got six years. That's an incredibly light sentence for. Uh, the crime that um, he's accused of committing. And the message that is being sent out to victims here is that if you're going to go up against a powerful person, if you are the victim of a powerful person, then you are going to face years mm. of trauma through yeah. the courts. Yeah. Um, you know, this is somebody who's still not ha- who is still currently a cardinal in the Roman Catholic Church who has been found guilty by two of Victoria's courts. Um, and remains a cardinal. The Vatican has uh, has not made any moves to um, to defrock him or to uh, remove him from his his uh, position as being a cardinal in any way, shape, or form. And I think that you know, once a person has been found guilty of a crime, then that definitely should take place, uh, and then the appeals process can you know can work through from there. Um, but yeah, really something that's devastating for victims, um, and and just. We need to. I, I know we need to have justice, and I support the justice system. I support the whole um, court of appeals, but I just wonder whether Pell is doing the right thing. As I say, maybe if I was in his shoes, maybe I would have a different view. Mm. But the long and the short of it is that they won't even um, hear the case until March at the very, very earliest next year. And goodness knows how much longer this is going to drag on for. Can I ask a question? Um, because this usually happens in, in, in other kind, types of court 
proceedings. Um, with George Pell prolonging the sentence and trying to go to the high court and, and whatnot, does that mean that his sentence will be increased if it finally goes through? If he's, uh, if he's found, yeah, uh, well, no, I don't believe so. Not, not according to my understanding. You'd have to ask a lawyer on that one. I don't believe that that is the case. I believe that his uh, original sentence will stand unless new information comes to light. Okay. Okay. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. That's, that's my understanding of the law. Anyway, uh, if you are a lawyer and you know the answer, then uh, give us a call, 1-800-324-843. Is there a danger that he could end up getting a longer sentence than the one mm. he already has? Maybe you can help us out with it. I know in some countries that danger is a very, very real thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, in Korea, in fact, I'm not sure whether it's in Korea or North Korea or South Korea or no Korea, but the Imjin River, which runs through the DMZ, or the demilitarized zone, I'm not quite mm-hmm. sure who owns that, maybe they each own half of it, mm-hmm. uh, is running red with blood. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, okay. Okay. I'm like, oh, is it, is it, you know, in Australia, that story you usually go, oh, it's run out or something, but it's running red with blood. It's, it's literally, the photos of it are really dramatic. It, like red with literal blood or literal blood. Figurative? Literal, literal real blood. Literal, from literal real from blood. And of course, you know, as soon as you mention that kind of thing, it's like, oh, the Koreans have gone to war with each other. No. Uh, yeah, so, okay, so there's, there's a catch here. What's. Um,. 47,000 pigs have just been culled due to swine fever uh, right there in the border region and they were digging a mass grave for them there uh, by the DMZ and it rained too hard and the plastic containers they're going to put 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 the carcasses in didn't arrive and all the blood ran out of the back of the trucks and actually turned the river red. Wow, that's gross. It's really, really, really seriously gross. <laughs> um, and so the river is just incredibly polluted right now. And, of course, they're worrying that you know this could spread the disease because the disease is spread through contact. This is not an airborne disease, but mm-hmm. it's highly contagious. Um, it is incurable, and it is 100% lethal to pigs. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they're wondering, you know, where is the source of the swine fever that's come into South Korea? They believe that the source is has come from wild pigs crossing the border. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the uh, Border Patrol have been given um, instructions to shoot any pigs in that area on site mm-hmm. that are obviously not in captivity. Well, now they, that, now they just shoot any pigs on site full stop because they... Um, it, it it seems that it's just crossing through. Of course, you know, China's had to kill 1.2 million pigs, Vietnam, 5 million pigs. Mm. You know, Asia has been hit incredibly hard with swine fever. And uh, Vietnam, Philippines, Laos, um, all through there has, um, yeah, really, really lost, you know, huge portions of their uh, pig population and to the point where... Um, people bringing any kind of pig meat into Australia just simply get turned around at the airport and sent home. Yeah, there was there was. I saw a story about that recently. They're yeah. just like zero yeah. tolerance. Yeah, because Australia is a bit of an island at the moment where this particular disease has not arrived, and of course they're trying mm. to keep it that way. And of course, we have a big pork industry here as well. So yeah, we want to. Keep and that of course, up. that's pushed the, the the effect the effect of. That has um, has been felt here in Australia, where uh, price of pork has gone from two fifty to three fifty per kilo. Because it's clean. Yeah, well, because it's available. Yeah, 
There's just a, a, a massive pork drought in the world. Mm-hmm. Which I don't see as necessarily being a bad thing. I don't think we should be eating dead pigs anyway. The Bible says not to eat dead pigs. Yeah. Uh, the Bible says that at the end of time, people will be destroyed for eating dead pigs. And so I think that, well, okay, you know, there's a couple of things, a couple of lessons to learn out of this. One of them being that our world, the Bible says, will grow old and wear out like a worn out piece of clothing. You know, you get those pair of jeans and they start to get a little bit frayed and, and the next morning there's a tiny hole in the knee and by that, evening there's a massive hole in the knee and they're starting to half fall off and then you turn them into work jeans and within a week they're just like you know they're done they're black with oil and you've you, yep. you know it's no longer a hole in the knee it's a hole in the seams between your legs and it's yeah yep. i know exactly what you're talking okay. about. okay that, that that is what the bible describes our world as being like mm. and when you just see see the diseases that are ravaging our world or, or what our world will be like at the end of time you see the climate events that are taking place you see the you know the fires that we're having here in Australia, mm. natural disasters all over the place. Our world is just growing old and wearing out. Mm. Not only is it growing old and wearing out, but if you uh, look around our world, we are growing old and wearing out morally. Mm. Uh, New Zealand is in the process of preparing a ref- referendum on the subject of euthanasia. They just voted 69 to 51 for the end-of-life choice bill. And, of course, euthanasia from a an emotional perspective, you know, is something that I have tremendous sympathy for, but it removes the possibility of God being able to do anything mm. in situations like this and to display his healing power. And, you know, I've seen God's healing power too many times to believe that this can be a positive thing. Um, of course, it is opposed by 90% of health professionals and health practitioners in New Zealand, mm. but it has very large uh, support in mm. the general public. Um, public hearings have received a record 39,000 submissions. 90% of those have been negative submissions in relationship to euthanasia. Uh, so it will be very interesting to see what happens next year with a general election, with uh, a referendum to legalise cannabis, the place is going to the pot, and um, and euthanasia as well. So, yeah. Wild. Anyway, this is Tim Moore with Come Go With Me. You're listening to Faith FM. We'll be back in just a moment with an interview with Shane Cowan, bushfire survivor.
Welcome back, everybody. You listen to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8, or 88 right across Australia. And for our interview this morning, joining us on the phone is Shane Cohen from the Tari area. Uh, Shane, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Lyle. Now, Shane, uh, we wanted to talk to you specifically because of the bushfires and the bushfire threat that uh, obviously mm-hmm. came through your area and continues yes. to exist right across uh, New South Wales. Um mm-hmm. Now, I understand the bushfire came through. You live in a rural setting and the bushfire came through your area. Yeah, we live up south of Tarari, a place called Kuringat, on a dirt road with about 10 houses. We actually saw the fire start and we're watching it uh, from Thursday evening and right through on Friday afternoon we had to leave. Yeah. And, and, and when that fire started, how far away was it? Originally it was about... 10 kilometres, so me and my son went up every couple of hours watching it and the east winds were blowing it, but we knew it was going to come to our way soon. And, and if, if I can sort of paint a picture that, that we're in thick scrub, our house is surrounded by big tall gum trees, seven, eight years' worth of fuel on the ground, leaves, so it was a, it was a prime spot for the fire to come through and just go bang. Mm. Now, now, when you talk about your fire being surround, your sorry, your house being surrounded by gum trees, mm-hmm. um, how close? How close are those trees? If I can paint a, a simple picture for people, on the left side of the south side of my house, you've got about a car and a half of length away from the, from the bush. And in front, directly, probably about, for people listening, six car lamps. And, we're, and that's it. It's just thick, thick bush. I have one neighbour to the right, and my neighbour are just gum trees and possums. And there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair mm. enough. Now, now living that close to the uh, to the bush, um, mm-hmm. the areas where the bush where the bush is is this your land? Um, like, is 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 this is this land that belongs to your property that you would have the opportunity to potentially clear, or is no, um, no, I'm not allowed to. So we've we've asked a few times, and and we're not allowed to take out the trees. You're not allowed to take out. It's against the law. So we they're basically a, right up against the house and you're not allowed to touch it. Right up against the house. So to, to the south of our, we had a little fire break of uh, probably a metre and a half, if that. But over duration, there was a lot of fuel and what have you. So, yeah, so on Friday I was scraping the leaves off the roof and we could see the smoke billowing, billowing and billowing. And so I said to my wife, I said, we might have to go soon. But we were, we were just relaxed, weren't in a rush to go. People up the street were evacuating. Yeah, so, and then we went for a, one more drive and our neighbour came up with us and there was no one left on the street and we could see the fire getting close and we said it's time to go. Yep, yep. So, and that and was you, probably about four thirty, five o'clock Friday afternoon. How prepared were you by that stage? To be honest, 
not prepared as we should be. So we went back. I said, time to go. So we, 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 we when I say prepared, we were. We put photos, we put our things, personal things, passports and all that in and what have you. But the eerie thing was our car comes screaming down the street, bipping the horn, said the fire is only 100 metres away. You guys have got to go. I said, right, we need to go. And as we packed the car up and reversed out, I had a flat tyre. Oh. Believe it or not. Believe it or not, the tyre went flat. So I said to my son, unpack the boot, got it out, he jacked it up. We took the nuts off, took the wheel off. And, yeah, and then we put that on. But, if it, yeah, and, um, and then we went. And our neighbours, we waited for each other. And then, and then the smoke was really intense. We could just see, see it billowing and, yeah. And there's nothing we could do because we were on um, – because we're on tank water, the electricity went off, and I can't fight it with a, with no water. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a uh, a big lesson that's been coming out from a number of people. Who don't rely on electricity for fighting a uh, oh, fighting fire. Definitely, Lyle. Definitely, it's, definitely. It's happen. So we so we left, went out, and we got down the street, and we looked up. We took some photos, and you just see flames, the smoke. How big are the trees and, around your house? Oh. If I if I can paint nice big iron um, iron barks have been there for at least thirty forty years big boys you know they're they're a good meter and around right in front of our tree and they're very tall so they're, tower, they're towering over the house oh, yeah yeah I, I definitely I mean our, our we've got no lawn because of the roots suck all the moisture out, out of the little lawn that we do have yeah so these these guys are really big trees um, spotted gums etc. Yep. So yeah, and uh, and a lot of lantana, unfortunately. <laughs> yes. And what was your okay? You're looking back up the back up the road because this is a gravel road that you live on. Um, yep. And you're looking back up the road. You're seeing the smoke. You're seeing the flames. What were your What was your expectation for your house? Well, I looked at it and I said, "Lord, if it's your will." Take it. If not, please let it be. And as we drove out, I prayed. My neighbour is not not a, a Christian. So we prayed. I said, "Lord, please protect the houses on the on the street." And we asked, "You protect our houses." And we left. Mm, mm. And then, and by this time, we, we can see the Pacific Highway from our backyard, and and there was no traffic going to and fro. So we know it was blocked off. And when we went down, and it's an eerie feeling seeing a highway that's so busy with with not a car on it. Mm, mm. And they're sitting there and looking up, and you can just see this smoke, ugly black, and the flames going through it. And so we left. Where did you go? We went and sat on the Manning River and looked across, and we're just saying to ourselves, did we just drive out of that? Incredible. And at the same time, um, I said to, to my wife, Christina, I need to go up to Hillsville and, and see how our daughter-in-law is going. That's where my son lives. So we drove up, I drove up there, and by that time, Hillsville was on the other side of the fire and went to their place, and, and it was just on dusk, and you could see the flames just surrounding her house too. So many people are affected in different ways. Mm. And, and this is where having a belief and a faith in, in God actually gave strength and courage and hope. Okay, so what eventually happened then? Did you end up losing your home and your neighbour and your other okay, neighbours? Okay, all right. So th- th- this is what happened. So we came down. I don't know if everyone knows what those fire apps, and I'm looking at it. Our road's Ford's Road, and I'm looking at it. The fire, and they haven't said the fire's gone near it. Saturday night, I looked at it, and bang, fire's gone through the home. So I know the fire's gone through. I don't know if it's standing. Sunday morning, we've been organising a surprise birthday party for my father down in Wyong, 
I'm organising it, so I've got to go. So I leave here at 5 o'clock in the morning, go out the back way, go down there, have no idea if my house is burnt down. I love, the, the I love, the, I love this. I love this, Shane. I mean, this is this is courage. Like, yeah, we're gonna have a birthday party. Our house may have burnt yeah. down. We don't even know. But hey, you know what? I'm gonna drive all the way we to Wyong. We have Wyom. no idea if it's standing <laughs> or not. So we go down to my parents' birthday party. He has no idea. We finally get all that done. Say goodbye. Come back. And even getting back, I said, I want to get back. So we come back to the church. And then a church this, member... This is a, this, is a, this is a church, a Christian church in Tari. Tari, that's right. And we're using yep. it as evacuation centre. That's where we've been staying. Yep. So I wanted to get back there because we, we're helping people in the community and etc. So as we come back, we get back about... And we go down to the highway, see if we can get through. It's all blocked off again. The Tari service centre. So we come back. Two hours later, a church member rings and says, look, the highway is open. And we went up your street, but we got scared because the trees are still on fire and falling over. I said, right. So me and my wife and my son, we get in the car, race up there, go up. And as we, as we turned, go up into the street, we had to stop because there's, I don't know if, if we can paint a picture that these big gum trees, as they're burning, they burn from the bottom. Mm-hmm. And, and, as, and as it goes, bang, down they come. And it's an eerie sound hearing trees just falling. Bang. Incredible. So they're over the road. Uh, the telegraph poles are, are burning half as wires everywhere. So he said, oh, okay. So he drove through, drove through, and it's all dark and misty, and we get there, and the house is still standing. So how close does the fire come to the house? Well, we just said, oh, thank you, Lord. We got, we got there, pulled up. It's all dark. We shone the lights on the fence, and, and the fire had come. Right up to we got a we got a we got a um a, a a fence a brick fence at the front and then just a wire fence around the property and as the brick fence as it, as the fires come right so charcoal charcoal it comes to the fence open the fence and we have mulch in our garden we've got and there's not one thing burnt the grass is still green the shrubs are still green the house is still there and I said Lord what a miracle. Everything so else so how, far, how far from your front door to that brick fence? Oh, you're looking no more than three metres. Four metres. Not yeah. even that. And the, the trees, intensity these big, of the these, heat, big, these big trees that are standing around your place, the big ironbarks and so forth. They're still standing and they, and they won't even touch over. As, I, as you pull it off the dirt road, we've got, we've got, we go in the driveway and I've got a little island in the middle with about six or seven big, massive ironbarks. They're still standing, haven't been touched. Everything else around around in the national park is burnt to a crisp. Charcoal, absolutely intensity of it was just gone. And then, as I as I open the gate, nothing. Not even a, not even a little amber on the grass. Incredible. Wow. What do you it, put that down it, to? Was that? A, do you put that down to your good preparation? No, not at all. What do you not put that down all. to? Not at all. My my not as in as in preparing. I could have prepared a lot better, definitely. Mm-hmm. However, I, I I put it down to I left it in the Lord's hands. Yeah, I said, Lord, if it's your will, and that's it. And, and in saying this, we could see evidence of the fireys being there also. Mm-hmm. They're pushed back. They're pushed back. They're a bit of scrub here and there. Um, our water tank was open. They've got water from there, but um. We, we really praise, really thank you for the fireys. Oh. But in saying that also, that we're grateful that the Lord was protecting them 
and it's it's a divine intervention. Yeah. And and these men and women put their lives on the line to save property of other people, which is in, absolutely incredible. We're praying for them, but I can't it, imagine you know, I being. A, a, I can't. I can't even begin to imagine what it would be like to be a fiery. Um, in no, an environment I spoke to like a few that, of them yesterday. Where, yeah, where, it, the, where the bush is right up to the home and, and they've got to stay and try and, and, and stop it from reaching the home. It's just Definitely, just definitely, definitely. It, it is hard to imagine. And to actually see there, to walk, to smell the bush, to see um, the adrenaline and everything that's happening. And, and these, these guys are and, – and I'm assuming – there was, a, there was an older gentleman, a younger gentleman, I was talking to him yesterday. So you've got the older guys teaching the younger guys. The older guys have experience. And I tell you what, they, they've done such a, a wonderful job. Mm, but mm. at the same time, with all this tragedy, there's something for me to learn about my relationship with Jesus. What did you, what did you learn from this? What I, what I, what I learned is that, that some things are taken out of your control that you have no power over, and you have to let the Lord intervene. That's not easy for us humans. Hmm. How would and, you and How would you it. have felt towards God if your house had burnt down? Honestly, honestly, I would not feel any. I would not be angry. I would not be disappointed. I would say, "Okay, Lord, what can I learn out of this?" And be thankful. Because we live in a country here in Australia, and I think people need to re- realise this too, we live in, in a country where we have so many benefits. We have so many things that can help us in tragedies. Third world countries don't have what we have. Mm. They so also so don't we ha- need to they count also, our blessings. They also don't have the uh, the fireys that we have. They just don't have the equipment. They, the, the equipment? I mean, not only that, they got. we have tech, technicians coming from interstate to help with the electricity put up. We have other people coming. There, there's so much to the strategic things that need to be done. Mm. And not only that, the hospitals, uh, the police, and we have so much. We had, we had the, um, we have evidence also in our backyard of the planes going over, dropping the red dye that puts out the fires. And so, so you got coordination from the air, coordination on the ground, and also we, we, we have the hope and the promise of a loving Saviour who actually hears our prayers and answers according to His will. Shane, mm-hmm. I just yes. want to say um, your your submission to the will of God which is really, you know, what it comes down to in these kind of situations is an inspiration. It's just wonderful to hear somebody who can be facing something like that and say, Lord, it's in your hands and uh, may your will be done. It's, there was nothing else we could do. If, if, if we take the Bible as it reads it and, and this is God's will, so we said, Lord, it's in your hands. All things are possible for you. Now, whereabouts? And, and, and what, whatever happens, that the Lord will, will help and he'll help rebuild and not only that we didn't lose our house, even this we need to rebuild. So so definitely, even through this tragedy, we can see the Lord's hand and how our characters need to be refined. Absolutely. Shane, thank you so much for joining us here on Faith FM this morning. Thank you, Lyle. God bless to you and all your listeners. Thank you. That was Shane Cowan, who is speaking to us from the Tari area, where his house uh, in, a, in a bush setting uh, was right in the midst of, uh, of that big fire that went through there, and uh, what a great testimony. I'm sure there are many, many others like it. You're listening to Faith FM. We'll be back after the uh, after this song break, then the 8 o'clock news. We're back with Encounter with God.
Though many times I've questioned certain circumstances Or things I could not understand Many times in trials Weakness blurs my vision And my frustration gets so out of hand Cause then I am reminded I've never been forsaken I've never had to stand the test alone As I look at all the victories The spirit rises up in me It's through the fire my weakness is made strong He never promised that the cross would not get heavy Or the hill would not be hard to climb He never offered victory without fighting But he said help would always come in time Just remember when you're standing in the valley of decision And the adversary says give in Just hold on, our Lord will show up And he will take you through the fire again I know within myself I would surely perish If I trust the hand of God He'll shield the flames again He never promised That the cross would not get heavy And the hill would not be hard to Fighting that he said help would always come, always come in, time. in time. Just remember when you're standing in the valley of decision, and the adversary says give in. Just hold on, our Lord will show up, and he will take you through the Just hold on Our Lord will show up And He will take you through the fire again If you've been enjoying Faith FM Radio, then we'd like to invite you to be part of our family of faith at the King Island Seventh-day Adventist Church. We meet at 9am every Saturday morning at 4 Albert Street, Curry, to spend time together studying God's Word and growing closer as friends. For more information or if you have any questions, call Pastor Barry on 0409 416 697. That's 0409 416 697. Can't wait to meet you.
Happy Hearts is a free community craft program for kids aged 1 to 5, designed to encourage growth and creativity through Bible stories. Join us each Tuesday during the school term from 9.30 till 11am at the Senior Citizens Hall, 401 Warburton Highway, Wandon North. For more information or to register, go to happyhandsart.com.au forward slash happyhearts or contact Patricia on 0425 854 516. That's 0425 854 516. Happy Hearts. Free fun for kids and the mess stays with us. Listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Step into the water, the water. Wait out a little bit, a little deeper. bit deeper. Wet your feet in the water of His love. Join angels singing praises to the Lamb of God. It's time we the people stand up for what is right. It's time we squared our shoulders back and raise our swords to fight. For the Bible is my weapon and the Spirit is my shield. The church needs more of its members to be workers in the field. Of his love Step into the water Wait out a little bit deeper Come join angels singing Praises to the Lamb of God To the Lamb of God There is victory for the Christian Who walks the narrow way There has been a prize appointed For the soul who does not stray Oh, I want to live for Jesus Be all that I should be So that I can rest with Him forever Live eternally Step into the water Wait out a little bit deeper Wet your feet in the water of His love Step into the water Wait out a little bit deeper Come join Of his love. 